Alright, I want to do now the Chabad customs. I want to do now for Rosh Chodesh Elul. Uh, this year it's going to be on the uh, first day of Elul is going to be on Wednesday. So as you know, as we spoke yesterday, that the month of Av always has 30 days. Since it has 30 days, the first day of Rosh Chodesh is always going to be on the 30th day of the Menachem Av. But the actual first day of Elul is the second day of Rosh Chodesh. It's the first day of Elul. Now, why was Elul, besides that the fact that Elul is the end of the year, and just like in a business, when it comes the end of the year, you check out the inventory, you check out the accounts, whether you made money, you lost money. At the end of the period, you always make an accounting of what took place before. So every day, really, before we go to sleep, when we do the Kriyat Shemash Al-Hamita, is a time of a reckoning too. That we reckon what took place in that particular day. The end of the month, as we also spoke yesterday, there is Erev Rosh Chodesh, is like a Yom Kippur Katan, it's like a small Yom Kippur, we take an accounting of what took place in the past month. Also, by the end of the week, before Shabbat, Thursday night, there's also something about to see how the week went. And then we have once a year, which is the month of Elul, which is the accounting of what took place in the entire year, uh, starting from Rosh Hashanah to the month of, of Elul, and basically the reason we uh, introspect and the reason we uh, take the stock and we do the accounting is not just to know what went on, but is also to try to make up and fix up. We still have a month of Elul. The month of Elul is known as the month of mercy. It's a month which Hashem has particularly uh, pity on us and as the Alter Rebbe writes in the uh, Lakute Torah the verse of the Shir Hashirim in which it says Ani Dodi Vedodi Li I am to my beloved. The Dodi literally means uncle, which is in a expression of affection. So it means Ani Dodi, I'm to my beloved. I referring to the Jewish people. Dodi, my beloved is God, and my beloved is to me. And it's a time that I'm to my beloved means that I turn to my beloved. We turn to God. Dodi Li means that God turns later on to us. Uh, as the Alter Rebbe explains that we have in the month of Elul, a very tremendous energy, a great light, bless you, a great light which comes from the 13 attributes of mercy which come down into the world, which makes this a very special time, why we find it easy uh, to connect. It's a pertune time to connect to Hashem. Now, the uh, Alter Rebbe explains that... Um, Notwithstanding the fact that there's a tremendous revelation, but it's still a weekday. It does not become a holiday. Unlike Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and other holidays, which are officially like you can't do work in them, and, and other things that you cannot do. But on Elul, it's a weekday. And he gives a, gives a metaphor, and he says that a king, before he comes to 
the city and the palace in which they're going to crown him and they're going to uh, officially coronate him and uh, accept his kingdom before that he goes to this before he goes to the city he comes out to the field when the king is in the city and he's in the palace when he's in his chambers you cannot just go and visit the king because you need special permission you need a special reason why would one go and visit the king and therefore it is more difficult to come in contact and to present your case or go ahead and greet the king but before the king goes to his city he is first out he comes to the people out in the field at that point there isn't all the barriers there isn't all the restrictions anybody can come over and meet the king and the king shows everybody a good countenance a smiling face listens to everybody accepts us all the metaphor of this is Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and the month of Elul. Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, that's the day we crown God. God becomes the king. We stand in judgment before God. He judges us. At that point, it's a very strict uh, process in order to approach and to come in contact and ask the king our requests. But on the month of Elul, it's the Melech Basoda, the king is out in the field Uh, the king is in the field which means at that point there are no restrictions, there are no special requirements, the only requirement is that we approach the king and we ask the king, that's the only requirement but other than that, it's very simple, we have the great energy of the 13 attributes of mercy which shine down come down, makes it a special time but yet the king at that point is by the people is in the field The reason for all this, just so we know, is because why is the month of Elul chosen? So in addition to being the end of the year, that began the last 40 days that Moses, Moshe Rabbeinu, was on the mountain asking God forgiveness. And those 40 days ended with Yom Kippur, when Hashem told him, that I have forgiven you as you have asked. Because as you remember, after the ten sayings from Hashem that were given when Hashem descended on Mount Sinai and all the fanfare, all the Jewish people heard all the uh, voices and the, the noises, there, were the, uh, there was thundering and lightning and there was a, a, the sound of the shofar. And at that point, we also heard directly from Hashem, we heard the first two sayings. We heard from Hashem, and the rest of it was given over from Moshe Rabbeinu through Hashem. And then after Moshe Rabbeinu did that, Moshe Rabbeinu went on to the mountain, and he spent there 40 days and 40 nights, and he told the Jewish people that he's going to be back. There was a miscalculation on the Jewish people's part, and they miscounted. Moshe Rabbeinu did not come down on the day that he thought that he would come down. That he, they thought he told them that he would come down. And because of that, immediately, you know, the Jews don't have any patience for everything. And they, there's no patience. And in just in one day, they went and built this golden calf and made this whole big mistake. And when Moses, on the next day, according to the right time, came down from the mountain... And he saw what was going on, so then he dropped the, dropped the two tablets. And God was very upset with Moses. God says to him, 
go down from the mountains. Once the Jews created the golden calf and they worshipped it, so God told them, go down from the mountain and um, the only reason that you have leadership is because of the Jewish people, but your nation that you have taken out of Egypt has corrupted, so therefore go. So he went down from the mountain and he broke the luchas, and then after that he started praying to Hashem. He prayed to God for another 40 days of that time to forgive the Jewish people. Hashem told him then, okay, make another set of tablets as you have broken. And Hashem says, I will write on those tablets those words that were written on the first one that I've written. So Moses went up again the second time. So if you count, it was 40 days that he was up there the first time. Then there was 40 days after that in which he prayed to God for forgiveness. Then he went up for another 40 days. Those 40 days was already days that Moshe Rabbeinu was made up with God, sort of. Hashem didn't finally forgive them until Yom Kippur, which he sent them that's how we get Yom Kippur. Because Yom Kippur is the end of those last 40 days. Those 40 days begin with the beginning, the first day of Elul, is the first day of the 40 days. That's why during the month of Elul, it's considered to be days of goodwill from Hashem's side towards Jewish people. As I said, according to the Kabbalah, it's the Yudgim Omidus HaRacham in the third natural of mercy. But according to Halacha, that's why we blow the shofar. That's why we do the extra chapter of Tehillim. That's why we become a little bit more careful in what we do to make sure that when the holiday comes, when Rosh Hashanah comes, and by the time Yom Kippur comes, we will get the complete forgiveness. So that, that is about Rosh Chodesh. That's Rosh Chodesh Elul. Uh, that's the month of Elul. So, some of the... Yeah, you wanted to ask something? No, I'm saying, so from Shavuos, this is when they broke the first... The from, sh- from the till today is 120 days. Approximately. Okay. Yeah, like 120 so days. He was 40 days here, and then... 40 days? It was three times 40 days, and it went down in the middle for one day. Okay, but I'm talking... Well... 40 days from Shavuos, and then he went down. He was there down for a day or so. He went up for another 40 days. <laughs> then he went down again. He made a second tablet, and then he went up again for another 40 days. Okay. Three times 40 days, with one day in between. Four months. Well, uh, yes, just about, yeah. It's, uh, uh, if you count, if you see, Shavuos is on this, Shavuos is on the seventh, the eighth day of the month, though, because they're not all full months, so you have, if you count Sivan, Tammuz, of and Elul, you'll see, middle of Sivan, that's why Yom Kippur is at the tenth day of, 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 of Tishrei, so that's why you... That's why we say there's a whole big piece, and you say vidui. You say it, it's not. It's more. I mean, minimally, you got to say the Shema. Okay. But if you look in the Siddur, you'll see there's a whole, there's a whole process. There's more prayers, and there's there's more, and then there's more because there's some people say even more. Uh, if you look in the Siddur, you'll see there is also the confession of Shamnu Bagadnu, which is which is um, said. Oh, in days we don't we, we say Tachanun. When we don't say Tachanun, we don't say that. Uh, and then there's the other prayers, but then there is more. There is actually vidu uh, when you, like before you die, you, you you say special prayers. Some of it is almost like because 
every time you go to sleep at night, it's considered a certain amount of the. Uh, so, uh, okay. So, in any event, let's go a little bit about the customs of the Chodesh Elul. So, because of all this, it's the Jewish tradition to add on the month of Elul with more force, with more diligence in praying and with kavana, asking Hashem. And there's also saying, especially saying Tehillim, you know, saying more Psalms, which is always, and paying more attention to your prayers when you're davening in the service of Hashem. Bavidus Hashem. Uh, also, study Torah, uh, especially in the inner parts of Torah. Also, acts of, of loving kindness, charity, generally to love thy fellow as yourself, reaching out to another person. Avas Yisrael, just loving another another Jew, and particularly being involved in the um, special campaigns which the Rebbe has initiated to help Jews be aware of their uh, of their heritage, like the tefillin, the mezuzah, the tzedakah, the Torah, and all the mitzvahim, the special campaigns that initiated by the Rebbe. Uh, and also would apply for women as well. Uh, they should make sure not to even have one day without some study of Torah, as we heard earlier, from the laws that are important to necessary for them. And certainly words of, uh, that speak to the heart, uh, words of Musar, Hasidus, which are especially connected to the month of Elul and Tishrei. Uh, and the other uh, activities that one should strengthen themselves is schools usually start in this month of, of Elul. So it's a time that the children, the uh, students go back to school and they get involved to see to it that the uh, educational needs of the children are met and that they would enroll in proper places of study which can help them both in uh, uh, educationally and also as well as awareness of their religious responsibilities. Um, in the Chabad Yeshivas, it's a time in which they add some more extra hours, extra time for, for study, uh, especially the Hasidic study, especially those uh, those maimorim, uh, those uh, discourses that talk about one's service to God. Those are the, uh, sometimes they talk more philosophical and sometimes they talk more uh, on the actual activity. So learning, the emphasis is more on the service of Hashem, service of the heart. As for example, the Egeris uh, HaTshuva and the Tanya, uh, these are all the Kutetayra, which speaks about Shubat uh, And also, you know, the davening done a little more slowly and a little bit more seriously, and with taking in a stock and accounting of oneself. Um, and as mentioned, that we make accounting for the past year and we increase on being careful and our activities in both staying away from doing mistakes 
and making sure that we do positive. Uh, there's also a tradition to check once tefillin and mezuzahs if they hadn't been checked within 12 months because although um, the normally uh, the requirement is twice in seven years which would mean three and a half years but yet that's the tradition to do it in that way to check your tefillin and mezuzahs not only check the tefillin and mezuzahs but also to check check yourself out any inspection it's like bedikas chametz you do you do bedika you do inspection you check yourself making sure that you have uh, no hidden uh, things uh, that you need to be improvement and to, to work it through um, the Rebbe instructs that people should publicize these ideas so people can uh, live by this um, and notwithstanding all that um, one usually associates being serious and repentance with being sad but the contrary he really says that this should be done with great joy with a lot of enthusiasm with simcha because what could there be a greater simcha if God shows a smiling countenance to all of us and accepts us so while we're turning to God and while we're serious but yet that's done with a great uh, uh, level of joy and with a great level of confidence that God is actually going to listen to us and he's going to bless us with everything that we need uh, that um, the Rebbe uh, emphasizes that when you speak to people don't put them down don't say harsh words to people speak to them with pleasantness with pleasant words with humility don't be condescending don't talk to, down to people the Rebbe says if you want to be successful because you are talking to a fellow Jew who is like the only son of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. you have to treat just like a person who has one son that was born to him at the old age he really loves him right that's how God loves every Jew so you don't go ahead and degrade and put down another person who God really loves. Uh, Rebbe says, do a lot of blessings on this month. Just give out, wish people good, bless them, only goodness and stay away totally of things that are opposite of blessings. Rebbe doesn't even want to say, don't, don't curse anyone, don't yell at anybody. That includes your spouse. <laughs> so he says not to yell at him. Okay, now the, also the tradition is that when you write a letter during the month of Elul, you add the words for a blessing of a kasiba v'chasima tova to be written and a, a sealed for the good. Uh, the Rebbe actually would write this and all of his letters and he also instructed that people should bless each other, men, men, women, women, and also the children, little children, each other, the boy to the boy, the girl to the girl, and in both, not only when you write, just wish each other well, especially before now. Now, 
starting from the first day of Elul, we learned that on the uh, 30th of Av, the first day of Rosh Chodesh, we don't blow the shofar only to learn, to train. But starting from after the morning services of the first day of Elul, this year being Wednesday, you will blow the shofar, and we do Tashrat Tashatara, that's Tkiyah Shvarim Truot Kiyah, Tkiyah Shvarim Tkiyah, Tkiyah Truot Kiyah. In some shuls, in some customs, they're just going to do one Tkiyah Shvarim Truot Kiyah. This Tkiyahs are done every day, with the exception of Shabbos, and also Erev Rosh Hashanah. Uh, when there is a gathering, let's say, of uh, an assembly with the class, also blow the shofar uh, if they hadn't heard the shofar. Sometimes, you know, people are not in shul, sometimes they're not an opportunity. Take the opportunity when you have a gathering to blow the shofar. Uh, and um, the Rebbe also says that if you didn't blow it on the morning, it's appropriate to blow it by mincha. Now, in addition to the regular psalms we say every day, which is um, the portion, the way it's divided by the day of the month, so we say every day a section of psalms, there is an additional psalms that we say from the first day of Elul through Yom Kippur. We divide it another day. So basically every day we say three chapters the first day, the first day of Elul, you say the first three. The second day, you say this, from four to six, and then you go from seven to nine. As every day, you do three chapters. And if you uh, missed out for some reason, so you start from wherever you left off. You, you want to conclude the Tehillim. Uh, um, actually, he says here, that if you you missed, so then you 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 do today's yom, you do today's three chapters, and then you make up for it later on. You don't go back. You don't wait. Every day you should do those three chapters for that day. And what happens if you missed up? You can make up later, but you should do the ones for that day. Uh, and um, the tradition is to say it in the together with the minion after you do the tell them the 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 way it's divided. Um, by the daily, by the month, day of the month, before the Kaddish Yosem. Um, so this is also... Huh? That gets to the 150 by the end of the month. Uh, well, actually not. Uh, what happens is, on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we add up, we add do more. So there, on, actually, on Yom Kippur, we see before and the ill after, so they do more. You're not going to end up, because the chapter, it has 150 chapters. Yeah. If you divide it by uh, 40, let's say the 40 days, you're not going to have. It's going to be 40 times 3, you're going to have 120. So you're going to be short, like about 30 chapters. They're, those are made up by Yom Kippur. They're made up uh, later on. You say more to Yom by Yom Kippur, during the nighttime, during the morning, and during the Mincha, Musa, your day, the, the way it's divided in the Siddur. Um, and also, there's one more final instruction over here about, you know, you have the very special song of the Alter Rebbe, which is usually sung at the wedding, uh, the Alter Rebbe song. And it's a special, uh, it has a special holiness, and it's not used just like that. You only use it on special occasions, but one of those occasions that we do use it is during the month of Elul. Elul is considered a... Uh, a month in which it's appropriate to sing the Dalit Bavis, known as the four cases, the um, four different uh, stanzas that it has in the tombs of it, 
and Elul is the appropriate month for this. In a general, in, to put it in a nutshell, it means that we have to improve our connection with God by improving our uh, awareness and our um, uh, observance, performance of Torah and mitzvahs, but also being very careful and being sensitive to other people and to uh, being uh, uh, you know, caring and trying to uh, get others involved, but all, all in a way, uh, a gentle way, in a respectful way, in a way that is going to uh, bring uh, love and uh, friendship amongst people.